0: Welcome to episode 28 of MADE, the podcast about purpose-driven design, making, and manufacturing. Today, we're going to talk about our holiday-themed projects. Let's continue the conversation. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to MADE. I am José Valcarcel, and with me, as always, are my co host Ray Peña. How are you doing? And Claudia Barragan. Hello. And uh, we're back for our very special and famous holiday-themed <laughs> <episode>. <laughs> first, first annual famous? <laughs> yeah, the first annual famous holiday-themed episode. <laughs> Must listen. Yes. Um, yeah, you know, So it's, it's, it's sometimes hard as the year comes to an end. It's hard to find some topics, so I figured, you know, this week we talk about holiday theme projects and next week we do a year in review and and i think that that's two checks right off the mark so but before we get to that how you how you guys been
1: pretty good pretty good
0: yeah cool very busy nice it's always good yeah uh, the weather because the weather's getting out of control so
1: it is it's
0: been freezing here although today it got warm but it's been freezing well, It's been really. yeah cool. it got warm today yeah you guys go see did you go see the new star wars movie yet right
1: Uh, No, I have not. Uh But last week, my wife and I went to see uh, Allied. 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 Is
0: that the Ben Affleck movie?
1: No, it is... Wow, I cannot remember this guy's name. Brad Pitt.
0: Uh, Oh, okay, yes. I know it was his his wife... Not his real wife, but his wife... They think his wife might be a spy or something in the movie, Yes, yes. Very good movie. And that happens to be the woman that was rumored he was cheating on... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Angelina Jolie with. laughs> but not, no full circle there huh? yeah, yeah exactly um <laughs> not to bring hollywood stuff in there, yeah but. but the
1: movie was yeah. was nice i i enjoyed mm-hmm. the movie
0: nice yeah i i don't watch a lot of period pieces like that but that one did look interesting yeah so,
1: cool
2: yeah i mean we've been like yeah just sort of like wrapping up on projects here in the house right too
0: mm-hmm. yeah getting ready for the getting ready for the holidays and And stuff, yeah.
2: Yeah, so that's been... I think that's been fun. It's been like a nice little mellow way of ending a tumultuous year. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and I have a vacation coming up, so it's going to be good. um, Because my office is closed between Christmas and New Year, so really looking forward to that. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Well, that's nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, you asked me about the Star Wars movie. Does that mean that you went to go see it?
0: Oh, yeah, we went to see it this morning. Oh, this morning? Yeah, it was good. Well, we had a little marathon because because it's a movie that takes place before one of the other movies and it links right into it so uh, Claudia is not as familiar with the Star Wars movies so we had to watch some of them leading up to it so a heavy Star Wars week <laughs> here at <laughs> the yeah
2: and it usually takes up a lot of my sleeping time because I you know like I'm watching a movie I'm like really trying to pay attention to it and then I fall asleep yeah <laughs> uh-huh. so, quite often quite often the case it was mm. fun though it was a really good mm. yeah, cool cool
0: all right, well, let's uh, let's get to our topic, which is going to be holiday-themed projects. And uh, and then we'll have a... Pro- we don't going to do any news just because, you know, holidays, it's hard to find all the news and whatnot, but maybe next week we jump back into that.
1: Mm-hmm. But uh, let's, okay. road,
0: let's jump right to our main topic. That's
1: it. All right, sounds good.
0: Well, let's get to our main topic, which is going to be, we're going to talk, we figured since it's the holiday season, we'd talk about holiday-related projects, you know, um, as you guys, as everybody knows, we do a lot of projects throughout the year, but we thought, you know, we'd we'd talk a little bit about the ones that are specifically for this time of year, and uh, so we'll just go back and forth, taking turns um, on different projects. Uh, uh, You guys want to briefly mention, like, your... uh, Well, I mean, it's no secret we are all not Jewish, so we celebrate Christmas. (laughs) But these aren't necessarily just Christmas type projects, right?
1: Correct. I would just call them, you know, seasonal projects. Exactly. They're
0: They're more holiday projects, sure. Um, But uh, yeah, so we've all done projects. So why don't we just sort of go back and forth and talk about the different projects we've all done? Um, Why don't you start us off, Claudia? Yeah.
2: I mean, I guess the what's important also to to note is why when we we do some things like you know we start on this project. So a lot of the times, as I, you know, we'll go shopping for a Christmas card or something, you know, some type of decoration, and my first instinct is always like, wait i i could do this Mm -hmm. i could easily do this and it'll probably cost me less and it'll be more personal and it'll be more customized to my liking rather than something very generic Mm -hmm. so that's usually why i like (laughs) i go with a purpose and then come back with an idea (laughs) you know like okay we need to like you know let's 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 do our own thing
0: yeah and i think to be fair the reason why we all think about this because we all went to a design school so you know one i think when you go and you see something at a store you're from our point of view, we start to immediately sort of—I um, don't want to say criticize the design, but think of the best the ways we could do it better, right? Yeah. Or or differently. So I think that helps part of it. And then the other part is some—you know—we have the access to some of the machines or some of the tools. We figure, oh, let's let's do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And like I sp- for the first uh, topic, the, the first project that we worked on, it's also about um, doing something different, right? Mm-hmm. That is uh, unconventional. Right. Uh, so we usually, we have this like, tradition now that we've developed in our, in our household of having our own Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just trying to figure out different ways that we can emulate a Christmas tree. Um, so we have one that we did, it was a branch and twig tree. And uh, we went, like, I think the idea came about, we were, we were hiking and we saw like this really nice branch. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, what if we just use this as a Christmas tree? And then, you know, we, and it was pretty big that we found. Um, and what we did is we painted it with metallic paint and um, we put it up against this blank wall that we had. It was a about like a six by, probably six by eight wall that we had in our old apartment. And even for the backdrop of the of the wall, we, we uh, bought felt, like a really bright blue felt uh, fabric and we covered our entire wall with that. And then, you know, we put the tree right in front of it, and it was very shimmering. And then we put decorations on it, mm-hmm. and then at the bottom we, out of also cardboard that we found like in the trash. In the trash we reused it. We painted it white, and we made a planter in the bottom. And then the infill was a uh, shredded uh, old book that we found also that was mm-hmm. um, in the recycle bin. So it was pretty cool. It was a really nice tree that it was just shimmering. And then what we ended up doing was we took a photo of it because it was you know we started the project like early in December so we had it in our house like this art piece basically for the entire month um and we took pictures of it and we put it uh we sent it digitally you know on Facebook we posted it for friends and on an email with a nice message at the bottom you know happy holidays type of thing and it was a really it was a really nice project I think
0: yeah and it was a good thing is it was all sort of pretty much recycled materials other than the felt That was the background. Everything else was pretty much free. You know, it was paint we already had and, and, you know, a a tree that was, or a a book that people were throwing away, things like that, so. Yeah.
2: yeah. Then we also had another project that we had was, um, it was, I think, another year in November, I saw on Craigslist that there was this uh, yard sale and it was by a lady who used to own a charter school and she closed it and then she had all of the materials, the building materials, or, like, not necessarily the building materials, but all the equipment, for her school. So we went to the yard sale and we saw that they had this big chalkboard, uh, like really old school chalkboard, those green ones, you know, and it was pretty big. It was like a, like at least a four by eight. And um, so we bought it for like $15 and we fixed it up. We made sure that the corners were now properly done because they had some issues with them. And then we repainted the chalkboard itself with black chalk. and, uh, And then since it's really big, we just drew a tree. Hmm.
0: With chalk. Yeah, because it's sort of like it's almost the size of a four by eight sheet of plywood. I mean, it's a big chalkboard. Yeah.
2: yeah, and then we put even a lighting like just around the edges of the of the of the chalkboard, like the the frame. So like it was a really you could tell like everybody was like, "Well, where's your tree?" And it's like right there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. You you could write and you, you could draw your own ornaments in mm-hmm. it. You could like. So it was kind of, it was really nice.
0: Yeah, I think we even uh, put gifts at the bottom of it. Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of funny because the gifts were three dimensional, but the tree was flat. Yeah, very
2: flat. Yeah. And then uh, we had lately, recently, we had a um, laser cut uh, tree. And that wasn't a laser cut, sorry, a water jet cut right. wooden tree. So do you want to talk about it, Jose?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, we can talk about it. I can talk about it. Yeah, because we used that the last two years, and, you know, Ray remembers this one, because we went to his shop with, like, we showed up with plywood, and then I had done the drawing ahead of time. I forget how the inspiration came about, but it's sort of this interlocking, this sort of two blades that interlock together to make a three-dimensional cross shape almost, and then the tree was drawn in a very abstract, sort of contemporary manner. Um, you look at it, you can still tell the tree, but it's very abstract in its form. And, uh, and the whole thing is made out of wood. It has pegs that are used to hold it together and keep it from sort of separating. Um, and yeah, when we got to Ray, I think my initial idea had been to laser cut it when we got there. But I think Ray had a good point that it was probably too thick a plywood to, to laser cut.
1: Yeah, uh, on the laser that I have, uh, yeah. would not have been able to cut through that.
0: Yeah, yeah, but the water jet. I mean, the water jet did it no problem. The oh yeah, no the issue at all. Machine. Yeah,
2: and it was a great video to have to. Like. Yeah,
0: and we have a video of it. So I know, it, I know it's in my Facebook timeline. So I think I'll, I'll share that in the in the group in the the main Facebook group, so people can take a look at it. Um, because it's hard to describe. Like when you look at it, you definitely t- take this sense that it's a tree, and we have we put Christmas lights on it and everything, but essentially, it's, it's so abstract that, you know, somebody, I guess, if it wasn't the holiday season, somebody might ask, what is that? <laughs> you know? Yeah,
1: definitely an abstraction of a tree. Right. right, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, so yeah, those are some of the trees. It's sort of a tradition that we've developed of making our own tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So.
1: Now, you know, I was under the impression that the uh, the TIE Fighters were for the tree, to like to hang as ornaments. That's not uh, what the, those were for?
0: They they kind of are. I mean, they're for almost any ornament. Um, and I, I do have for that down somewhere that so we can talk about some of the ornaments. But yeah, yeah you there. There was a Tie Fighter and the X Wing, and uh, I'll, when we get into the ornament talk that we have here, I think we'll I'll, men, I'll mention because I oh, want to okay. give credit to the people that designed those patterns too. So
1: okay, sounds good. Yeah.
0: So, but what about you, Ray? Why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the projects you or one or two other projects you've done?
1: Yeah, um, well, this year, uh, so, you know, every year that I can think of, at, le- at least for the last 15 years, I have made something uh, for the, you know, this holiday uh, season. Mm-hmm. Uh, for one reason or another, uh, last year, I know that, uh, you know, you guys came over and we did the tree and, and a few yeah. other things. Um, uh, in fact, last year, I made some, some candle holders mm-hmm. for my sister-in-law and for my mother-in-law uh, that were made from a piece of this house. And while while that may not sound like anything to most people, this house has been in the family uh, for the last 110 years, basically since it was built. Mm-hmm. And uh, we found we actually found the old deed where they bought the land uh, for $200, I think it oh, was. Well. <laughs> they bought the land for $200, and uh, they made payments on it. Uh, and they, I'm surprised at the records that they kept. Uh, we were able to trace uh, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But the... Uh, the I took the pieces of wood that came from the porch that were uh, old growth southern yellow pine, very heavy, very dense, and I made a candle holder for my sister in law, and I made a different one for for my uh, my mother in law. Now they were made from basically the same piece of wood, which was ba- a, basically a four and a half by four and a half square uh, porch post, that the top of it was still was square, uh, but the, uh, the the top third, the bottom two thirds. Had been had the corners cut like an octagon. Mm-hmm. So for one, I used the uh, the octagon shape, and for the other, I used the square portion of it. Mm. And uh, I think, well, I know I have pictures, but I also put links uh, to the uh, videos because uh, at first glance, it appears that I am working on a propeller <laughs> in probably the most dangerous way you can you can work on it. Yeah, and, I remember
0: uh, some of the comments from that where people were guessing it's a propeller and then some people were telling you how dangerous it was or whatever.
1: Yes, is. yeah. Yeah, yeah they were very vocal about how dangerous it is. But, um, you know, for me, the, the lathe is, uh, I guess, in a lot of respects, like the camera is for you. When you look through the camera, uh, you know, it helps you kind of, when you're looking through that frame, it helps you kind of formulate uh, a vision for me, the lathe does the same thing. So if I have a blank piece of wood, if I cut it with a saw or or anything, or even drill holes in it, you gotta have some kind of uh, pre-thought of your plan of how you're going to attack it and what you're gonna make. For me, I, I put a piece of wood in the lathe, and it can be anything at all, and I can do you know, what I, I like to think of it like an experiment with wood, and just see what it wants, what it wants to be. And uh, sometimes you discover flaws that you have to work around. Uh, but for me, it's a much more uh, organic tool that lets you do all kinds of freeform work. So that's what I like doing. And, and for a lot of uh, people that were making comments of how dangerous it is, one of the comments they were saying was, well, you can just do that on the bandsaw. Mm-hmm. If I had an idea of what I was doing, I could do it on the bandsaw. But since I didn't know what I was doing, it's hard to, <laughs> hard right. to have a plan for something when you don't know what that plan is. Yeah. Well, you is, make it
0: you, the way you, you speak about it is like it, it's almost like if you were a sculptor, you know, like a sculptor comes up to a piece of stone and and as he's carving it, he figures out what he's doing, you know, like he exactly. lets the stone speak to them. You're doing a similar process.
1: Yeah. yeah, and and you know that's one of uh, one of the downfalls of like CNC machining. As mm. uh, we have a lot of machines and they're all CNC controlled, you cannot run that machine unless you have a program right. that gives it exact instructions of what to make, which is something you can't really do. If you plan on sculpting a piece, you can't mm-hmm. you can't do that. So that's why that's why I like using the lathe for that kind of stuff, and I, and it's very uh, freeing. You know, you can release the form within. I think well, Michelangelo used to say that, right? The form was already there; he would just simply release it from the stone. But I'm not comparing myself. I don't want anybody to think I'm comparing myself. To <laughs> I'm just quoting him. Just quoting
0: him. The well. Michael that should be the name of your Facebook uh, <laughs> of your YouTube channel, the Michelangelo wood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, I don't want anybody to think I'm comparing myself. It's not. Just a beautiful quote, that's all.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I think it'd be good for people to to check out the video and some photos of it because they're very, they were more, you know, you say candles, can, candle holder, people might think it's like a very traditional looking thing, but it was more contemporary looking than that. And,
1: yeah, yeah. You know. And when you think about the piece of wood being old like that mm-hmm. and being for those local wood, old growth stuff that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, you know, makes it that much more special a piece, and the fact that it's from the house had sentimental value. Uh, so, to so- to anyone else, it probably wouldn't mean anything, but to them, they they uh, one they were surprised, and two they were very, uh, very they were very happy with it. Yeah, no, very
0: cool. Yeah. very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, let me. I'll I'll jump in and talk about one. Um, I uh, I think one year I was. As, as people may know, if that they follow the, the, the show, they know that I, I, I'm a photographer. I do photography on, on this side, aside from my architecture. Um, and a lot of my photographs are sort of architecture-themed. So I decided I was going to give a bunch of photographs away for, for people. And uh, I went and I found... I bought some frames. I, you know, I found some frames to reclaim and, and, and fix up and whatnot. And I, I gave away a bunch of photographs. I matted all the photos. So it was, it was easy that I had the photos and I just had to order them and, and sort of tailor that part of it specifically to the person. But it was also, you know, sort of a handmade thing for people to have because it was specific to each person. So, you know, it was easier. You know, people carry so many phones with them and, and take all sorts of photos and never do anything with them. But this is a way of sort of giving away something you've done throughout the year to people. And uh, yeah, so, you know, it was, it was easy. It was cool. Um, I think that same year I also did, uh, I, we, when we used to live in the apartment where we had a bunch of pets, I, I, I was, I, I, some people may know I carry my camera around with me basically everywhere. (laughs) I don't do it as much now sometimes, but, uh, yeah, when I was outside, I would take pictures of people's pets. So we, we also give them away to them as gifts, you know?
2: Yeah. It was Uh, specifically of our neighbors. Yeah.
0: Of our neighbors. And, uh, yeah, I would, uh, that was, it was inexpensive because I just went to Ikea. You can buy like. Four by six frame for like a couple of bucks, and then I would mat it and put a photo in there for them, and people just love them, you know, because they don't have photos of their pets taken all the time like that. So
2: mm-hmm. that was fun. Yeah, nice little
1: memory yeah. I like to think of you uh, with your cameras, like your. Your precious. <laughs> it is. I mean, <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, I would carry so much, so much that sometimes I would have it with me. We'd go to a bar or something, and people would look at me like, "What? What? What is that?" <laughs>
1: yeah, what are you doing with a person here? What am I doing? With
0: yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah. So, it, it is a sort of shoulder bag thing, so yeah, people would ask that. Um, and I think that year it was funny because that year w- the one I gave you was actually a landscape because I don't shoot a lot of landscapes, but uh, that was one of the photos I I, I, yeah. I saw for you and I was like, oh, Ray likes nature. Yeah, they had
2: this? canoes in it. Uh, that it was, did have canoes. They had, in had it, that's canoes right. in it, which is the yeah. reason yeah. why it was like, oh, that, that speaks to, to Ray.
1: Yeah. yeah, and you know, and that's the thing about your photographs. I don't know if any of our listeners have seen it and. And uh, I know you don't uh, really plug it or anything, but I think they should check out your your website because you're, you have uh, beautiful photographs. And yeah, uh, one of the things that I, and I've said it before, that one of the things I like about your photographs is the, the textural quality that uh, is, is apparent. And, and for me, that's one of, probably one of the key, uh, strongest features of your photographs. And I, I would say that it's probably from your, your architectural eye. You capture the fabric and the texture of the of the architecture of the city or even even the landscape and mm-hmm. while there are a lot of photographers that do beautiful work uh, to me when i when I see uh, uh, a, a lot of these photogra- photographs and particularly of natural things or even uh, man-made uh, objects in the built environment uh, the materiality of the of the thing speaks so much more especially when you capture that texture and i think i think you do such a beautiful job of it that you probably won't say it yourself <laughs> yeah yeah.
0: thank you thank you so much yeah I, you know it's, it's hard since i don't do it full time i hate to uh, talk too much about them sometimes but yeah i appreciate that yeah
1: yeah cool
0: all right well, why don't you give us another project
2: uh yeah i guess on the on the same topic of like you know things that we usually do as, as a tradition is the christmas cards um and we started off like a long time ago doing just what we did is we printed this uh, ornaments ornament shaped um, yeah cards in like on, on cardboard paper. We did a design of it and they, they we used this DC skyline and you know this red and white contrast mm-hmm. uh, graphic and then we cut the shape um, out, which was an ornament mm-hmm. and then in the back it had different messages. and the cool thing about that was that uh, we I often send Christmas cards to family in, in Bolivia, so it's in Spanish with a you know like a, a, a Spanish um, greeting message, message yeah. in the back. So that's what we did. You know, like we had different languages. We had it in English and we had it in Spanish different messages and stuff. And I remember like a year after,
0: it probably more
2: than it was more than a year. More like, it was more than a year like like yeah, like three or five years after, mm-hmm. I went back. To, we went back to Bolivia and mm-hmm. my uncle. Still had it, and it was like, <laughs> you know, he was like, Oh, let me show you what I kept from you, You know, when you guys mm-hmm. sent me this Christmas card, and it was that Christmas ornament card that we had made. Um, mm-hmm. and he kept it, it was a really cool seeing like how proud he is. He's also an architect, which is really funny because you know, he appreciated the design part of it. Um,
0: then- and I gotta tell you, the fact that he had kept it for those years to me was great because those cards were a labor of love. Those were before like lasers were easily available to people, be, so we be cut each one of those ornaments. Sort in the ornament shape, shape yeah. by hand, mm-hmm. yeah. so it was it was a it was quite a, a large amount of work. Yeah, it was at least but, a week when we were yeah. like every
2: night we were like, okay, let's cut some more, let's cut some more, let's cut yeah. some more. <laughs> um, then recently we did a, we also did one graphic like uh, you know I, I like to play with Photoshop a lot, so we did one that was like a Facebook post, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it was basically like the comment. Uh, it was a picture of our of our pets. Uh and you know, we usually take pictures of our pets in Christmas time and we'll go to different prominent places like the White House or mm-hmm. like the the Capitol Tree, Christmas tree and stuff. And that's what we did, but then we put it in a in the format of a Facebook post and then the comments at the bottom were from our cats and yeah. our dog And they were giving it, you know, instead of like a um, a thumbs up or anything <laughs> or like you know, like the the, the the, the typical emojis that they do like they had their own emojis so it was and this was like literally like a while ago like at least yeah. four years ago since i I know um a couple of our friends who are um uh, like we have a friend who's a, a counselor and he loved it he was okay. like this is so creative Claudia yeah. yeah. it's mm. really cool um and then recently we did an origami tree yeah. uh card and also what we did year. yeah that was wow. last year and we took uh, pictures we took a specific picture that had a foreground where you could put um the tree that you would and, and in the back it was like a long christmas card and uh you know we used like vista print to do that i think yeah. it was and then mm-hmm. um but then jose designed this um origami tree and then also the directions on how to make yeah. it I, so head, we'll, I, yeah. I did
0: a hand drawing for the directions of how you would fold a piece of paper to make the origami tree. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then uh, we sent it to all our friends so that, and then we had a hashtag so that they could uh, take a photo of their origami tree and post it so that then we could see on mm-hmm. our on our Facebook feed uh, how, you know, like sort of like how did they, their trees turn out. So yeah. it, was, it was fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Which is, so yeah, so that's another sort of a, a tradition thing where we make our own holiday cards and it's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Nice. All right, Ray. What about you? Do you got another project?
1: Yeah, and I, you know, I got one of those cards. I remember when you guys sent yeah. those, and uh, I remember saying to myself, "Did they just send me work to do? <laughs> I think they just sent me some work to do." <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, no, it was a be- beautiful card. It was quite a surprise. I was not expecting that. Yeah.
0: Thank. You.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, actually, this year, you know, uh, you know, on the same topic about uh, Christmas trees and ornaments and things like that. Um, uh, I ended up making some some Christmas ornaments out of aluminum. Um, mm. My wife Jennifer, she designed them, and they're in you know traditional Christmassy, uh, you know, holiday season kind of shapes like snowflakes and stockings and mm. uh, gingerbread men and stars and balls and you know those kind of things. And uh, in fact, there's even a Christmas tree. That one I remember cutting, uh, which I thought was <laughs> kind of interesting because she put a star on top of the tree. I'm like, wow, that's going to be hard to actually cut and put a hole in it to make sure that it will hang. Uh, but we we figured it out. And yeah. uh, so she she did all the design and the drawing, and I ended up cutting it on the water jet out of 1 one sixteenth inch aluminum. And then we painted them with black chalkboard paint. And we uh, we ended up ordering some um chalk markers which i didn't even know existed she she found them and i guess they're like sharpie markers but they're when they they go on wet and when they dry they're like chalk
0: yeah yeah Yeah.
1: and so she bought a few sets of those and we sent a a set of that of the ornaments i think it was like a dozen ornaments and a set of markers to her sister and my sister is getting one that she's going to get i'm going to ship it out tomorrow uh, and basically, they take the the markers, the chalk markers, and paint the ornaments however they wish, nice. uh, which is kind of interesting because that way uh, they're always unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice,
2: nice, nice, cool. They're custom made, yeah.
1: Yeah, cool. they can customize it themselves.
2: Yeah, and then the next year, you know, you could like wipe off the the chalk, and then you can do a, a whole new design.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's
2: really cool.
0: Yeah, how tall would you say they are? Just for people, so they can get uh, an idea.
1: They're about uh, two and a half to three inches, uh, okay. but they're very thin. They're you know sixteenth yeah. of an inch. Nice. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: And I'm sure somebody's going to be asking uh, if they're aluminum. What grade of aluminum it is? Um, and it's it's 6061 aluminum, which is it's stiff and hard. If it were any other grade in that thin, you could bend it very easily in your hands. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's nice. It's a, it's a good grade aluminum where it's sturdy, but still light. And yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it doesn't cool. weigh
2: your tree. Now.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah, and I like that you're sending him too, because her sister and your sister both have kids. So it's an activity that can happen with the kids.
1: Yeah. yeah, That's yeah. cool. And what's weird is that the kids are the same age. They were, they were born very close to each
0: other. Oh, very close in age. That's funny. Yeah, they're yeah. very close in age. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Um, yeah, well, so sort of going along the same lines then uh, as far as ornaments. Um, we've had, I guess the last two years, we've had an ornament-making party with friends here. Um, and it's funny because last year when we went up to cut the tree that we talked about earlier, I had also brought some files that we went to cut our cardboard. that were for ornaments for one of those parties as well. And, uh, and, it's, and I should remember, it's for the guys that came up, I, I didn't come up with the file for this, but it's from C4 Labs, and these guys mainly do mainly do um, cases for Arduinos and for Raspberry Pies, but they decided to sort of put out this Christmas ornament so you could laser cut yourself as sort of a promotional thing. Um and so I grabbed them and I was like, oh, let's go cut them. And they, they happen to be Star Wars theme, which, you know, last year was the first year they were putting out new Star Wars movies for a while. So that was the whole idea behind them. And it's sort of, for anybody that's that, uh, familiar with Star Wars, it was the TIE Fighter and the X-Wing, which are, you know, two of the little ships in the, in the movies. And, uh, and they're neat. Yeah, this year I actually cut them out of one uh, sixteenth inch wood up here um, at the library for, for, for a similar party as well. Um, but I've also cut other sort of um, ornaments this year that I found online. You know, it's very easy at Thingiverse.com. Not only can you download 3D stuff to 3D print, but now they also host uh, files that you can laser cut as well. And they're a little harder to find than their uh, 3D printed stuff, but you know, it's still they're still on there. And so this year I cut I cut a couple of more things, which is like a it looks like a regular standard round ornament, but it's made out of five fins. And it has stars cut out of it, and another one is more of like a crystal shape. So yeah, they're pretty cool. Um, And and actually last year was when we uh, one of the other people brought or I don't remember how we came about, but there were these plastic balls that you could yeah clear clear plastic.
2: plastic.
0: Yeah, you could buy them pretty much anywhere. Um, So we were all drawing on them and whatnot, and then a few of us were were like, oh, let's try and put paint on the inside so that. Yeah, and I forget, we started mixing it with different things to try and make it dry quicker. I don't know who had the idea of putting glue with it. So we put all this paint inside this ball so that it would be a, a coat and it would give the ball, rather than being clear, it would be a certain color. But the paint never dried inside. Oh,
1: boy. <laughs> so it became
0: <laughs> it became like this living thing that every once in a while you could just sort of swirl it around so that it would cover the whole interior. Uh, uh. It, was pretty, it was pretty funny because I did mine gray, but somebody had made theirs red and then they would just sort of pull at the bottom and you had to move it every once in a while yeah. to, to get the full And coverage. then the
2: paint was oozing out also oh, really? out, of, out of one of them too, which was like, yeah. so it's one of those like failed, <laughs> you yeah. know, like the, we, we talked, we had a show about failure before. We did have a show <laughs> right? about so show this is project. one of those ones about failure. Yeah.
0: But, you know, it's always fun to just sort of get together and make ornaments and you can find all sorts of projects out there to make uh, ornaments for trees and for whatnot um, from, yeah, from just simple products. So I, I would recommend that for people, you know, just make your own ornaments. Mm-hmm. What about you, Claude, You got another one?
2: Uh, I have, let's see. I have some stuff that um, that Ho- that we also received as gifts from oh. others, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of cool too. Um, so Jose's mom... Is also a maker <laughs> of her own. I mean, she, she does a lot of um, she uses sewing, so, so like you know, she saw, so she, she sews, and uh, she sent us at one Christmas a, uh, a dog and cat sweaters mm-hmm. that she made, and she actually put like a, her own label on the on the dog sweaters yeah. as well. She and, has uh, one yeah. of
0: those sewing machines where you can like s- embroider. Somehow you can put in the file and it lets you embroider or something. I, I, I don't know how that ah. works. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about something.
2: Yeah, and but you know earlier in the year she asked us, so can you like can you guys measure your cat and your dog? How big are they right now? And so we were like, sure, okay, fine, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, that's like, not you know suspicious what it was. at all. <laughs> exactly. Right. And then later on for Christmas, you know, we received this like it ma- it's it's a matching set, which is really <laughs> cute. <laughs> um, yeah. And then uh, recently she also sent us a uh, a blanket. And uh, it was a cowboy-themed a cowboy Cowboys team mm-hmm. blanket. Dallas and Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. And, um, yeah, when I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, she must have bought this. But then when, you know, because was like, no, she made that. You can tell. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? And she was like, look at it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It's like it's perfectly sized for me.
0: <laughs> like, I mean, if you look at it, you would think it comes from a store. But because I've seen her make a lot of stuff, I can look at it and see the, the, tell, the signs that tell me she made it herself. Yeah, um, cause huh. it's it's
2: specific details, you know, like mm-hmm. that she that that she that she makes that you know, otherwise like a generic uh blanket wouldn't have. Right. You know how she's cut the corners, how she's done the little mm-hmm. embroidery things and yeah, it's pretty cool. So, it's yeah. kind of nice to also receive these gifts from people and in a way your, your family always receives awesome gifts from you that you make, so. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh yeah, uh well, I don't know if it's awesome, they don't tell me they hate it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, I think one of the ones you received, and I don't know if it was specifically for the holidays, although I think it was, is you had taken a, a cutting nice. board and you oh, yeah. laser laser etched on it a message for it. Like you personalized the cutting board, basically. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was, well, you know, to serve as a as a warning to anyone who dare. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, we should, take <laughs> a, food, exactly. we should take a picture of it and put
2: it <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, we should yeah. put that one up because that one is fun
1: yeah i'm trying to remember it said uh, i think it it was a big cutting board um i mean i think it's a good size cutting board mm-hmm. yeah. and i think it said claudia's kitchen on the top yeah, yeah. and in the bottom it said um paramedics are uh, don't yeah. panic yeah don't panic paramedics are on the way yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly it's either like blood on it <laughs> from me cutting my fingers or <laughs> yeah. somebody else's fingers <laughs>
1: Yeah, so that's what it was. it was. totally fun.
2: Cool.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: cool. Well, do you have uh, another project, uh, Ray?
1: Um, yeah, it's hard because, uh, you know, I, I forgot all about that cutting board. Um, yeah. there's, so there's many things that I've made that I just don't even remember. Um, there, was a, there was one year, I think it was three or four years ago, that uh, we had a tree in the yard here that we had to tear down. Mm-hmm. And it was an old uh, magnolia. And uh you know you say, well, it's a tree it's you know not that big a deal, but uh you know when you when you uh, consider that the house has been in the family since it was built, uh my wife and her sister have pictures uh every every Easter that they took in front of that tree, so you can actually see the tree getting bigger behind them every year when they took pictures uh-huh. uh once a year so they and they took they did this for for many years. Mm-hmm. And um, so they are in their late mid to late thirties now, and we had to. Oh, it's a bad we had, idea.
0: We're to continue. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, you know, it's, you it's, a, it's vague. Range. It's yeah, vague enough.
0: Through the rage under the bus, but continue. Let's, let's walk past that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> let's get past that quick. So we when we uh, took over the house, uh, there was no sunlight that would hit the yard because there was just so many trees. So we had to selectively remove a couple of trees here and there, and and that one tree we took out. Mm-hmm. But I saved all the big pieces of wood, and that year, uh, I made uh, three uh, pieces I made uh, uh, two bowls, one for uh, her sister, mm-hmm. wooden bowls, you know turned wooden bowls, one for her mom, and then I made a, a small cup for uh for Jen, so they all have a piece of that tree for the sentimental value that something got made uh made from that tree for them
0: nice that's very cool i, I like it because it, again it has this it not only does it have the sentimental value of it they grew up with this tree and everything but it also has the sentimental value that you've given them something you've made yourself you know yeah
2: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. did you also and i don't know if this was for christmas or maybe it was for something else but like a wine a wine pork container for your sister
1: oh yeah you know like i said i always forget these things <laughs> When you make so much stuff, you just don't remember them. Yeah, well, uh, you're absolutely right. I made my sister, I made her the uh, the alcoholics version. And, you know, we've all seen those wine cork boxes that you uh, you drink wine and you stick the cork in a box. That way you have the evidence of your alcoholism yeah. out in plain sight so people can witness it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I find that a little weird, but apparently that's a thing. And she had mentioned that she might want something like that. So. I made her one that was about, I want to say, about 18 inches wide, and maybe 40 inches tall, Mm -hmm. Mm. and about uh, three and a half inches deep. And when I when I made it, I made it in two chambers, Hmm. Um, and so that on one side she can put all her red wine corks, and on the other side she can put white wine or champagne or or anything like that. At the time, we guesstimated that she had about 200 corks already. she had been saving the corks mm-hmm. and uh, so the whole unit will hold I think about 1500 to 2000 corks. Jeez. Yeah, I'm a bit shocked myself that it will hold that much.
2: Yeah, but it's and it's and it's and it's for the wall, right? So Yes, it hangs on the wall. It hangs on the wall, which I think it's it's pretty cool cuz it's it's almost like a working art project that you're doing based on, you know, like, your own consumption, which, yeah, Yeah. it's also good memories, right, you know, if you hang out with family and stuff, Mm or have friends, and, um, and yeah, yeah, you, like, you, you're you're contributing to this art piece, Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know some people, like, would keep the cork from a special occasion or even write down what it is and then keep it, Mm -hmm. yeah.
2: So this is one way of doing that, you know, you can even, like, have people, yeah, exactly that, Mm -hmm. you know, like, put their signature on it or something, or, you know, some, or the name on it, or, yeah, or like a special date, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Although I'm not sure what kind of memories you're going to be making, because if you manage to fill that thing up, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're not going to remember a thing. <laughs> yeah. and it's
0: funny. I don't like. I I I don't remember what it looked like. So uh, we. I don't know if you can dig up pictures of it or have you seen Yeah, I got a pictures picture of it because yeah. I'd love to see that one. I, rem- I don't remember what that one looked like. I remember you mentioning it before. It's I don't yeah. It's, what it looked like.
2: It's uh, definitely it, it's out of um, also um, plastic, right? Uh, acrylic, right? acrylic.
1: What, um wood? well it's all wood except the front the front mm-hmm. is made out of out of uh, acrylic yes, yes. Yep. Yeah. so, so it's really i think it's either acrylic or or polycarbonate i don't remember i think it was acrylic yeah,
2: cause it's okay. yeah
1: and it's sealed by the way so you can there's a hole in the top where you put the corks in but okay. the only way to get them out is you got to cut the whole box open
2: nice see I'm yeah. gonna, it's a so, piece of artwork <laughs>
1: yeah okay. so once it's in there it's stuck in there <laughs> and but to me it's like you know it might be actual evidence if if the police have to come because somebody's being drunk and rowdy, they have <laughs> all the evidence like they need right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you can say that was just tonight, sir.
0: <laughs> nice, very cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Um, yes, I think the last thing I'm going to mention that that I have that we have done here is that uh, I think people, a lot of people do this. I think, but it's gingerbread houses. And um, we, the first time we made a gingerbread, I would never made one before. Was uh, we we had, you had a friend at an architecture firm? I, I think you have it here, David M. Schwartz.
2: No, it was a, a planning. It was like because I'm a, I'm an urban planner, and it was a friend of mine who's a transportation planner, and mm-hmm. she got a couple of us. It wasn't that many of us, and she had this idea of like putting together like a small community and mm-hmm. building out this the small community, and it was just all friends yeah. friends of us. And yeah, this must have been a couple of years ago too, like a lot of years ago. ago. Um, yeah. But the idea comes off of a uh, Ginger Town, which mm-hmm. is a project uh, that I think started here in D.C., but I'm mm-hmm. sure it's it's in other cities as well. And mm-hmm. You wanna tell us? But we, that
0: we went to the Ginger Town once over at David M. Short. So yeah, we participated it. in it. I think we doing it once. Yeah,
2: we participated yeah. in it, and it's yeah. basically a um, a gingerbread design planned development, and it's yeah. you know it's. Uh, It's it's an initiative that it's an organized initiative. It's like right now it's an eleventh annual, Hmm. Um, and Mm -hmm. it's done through. Right now the sponsors are David M. Schwartz Architects, but it's um, brings together different architects, engineers, contractors, all in the DC area, Um, and then they create a complete um, gingerbread town basically, Mm -hmm. and it's master plan too. Mm -hmm. So you have like different um, specific standards for for planned cities and then you yeah. have land uses like a, you know like a town hall a uh, green park or concert hall or library or a mm-hmm. toy store so yeah. every firm designs their own specific building Right, like you get a
0: lot in mm-hmm. the in the plan and then you make up you make a building out of gingerbread for that lot yeah, yeah. And, and it has
2: some zoning to it you know like right. how high you would have to do it in this particular area <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, and they took it Uh a little, they they take it a little too far, but we went and did it once there, and then after that, a friend of yours that's also a planner had her own party, and there we did it out of gingerbread cookies, really, mostly, Mm -hmm. right, if I remember correctly, and just everybody got to make their own, like, we we ended up making, like, a a very um, mid-century house, like, a contemporary take on a mid-century house out of gingerbread and candy and whatever, so...
2: Yeah, all yeah. sugary materials, and yeah. because they're modern, like then the structure of the, of how you put it together is, a, is an interesting thing too. Yeah, really. like I
0: think when we did it, we used uh, we used candy canes as Pilates and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah, hmm. it it was fun because it was just you could let your imagination run, and it was making our unconventional materials, but still sort of a traditional thing people do for Christmas. Like I've seen the gingerbread house kits at Safeway and whatnot at grocery stores.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah.
2: Yeah, so be creative in that. And, you know, you can do that with yeah, among nice. friends or even your own organization if mm-hmm. you have like a non profit organization or you have youth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, like they've been doing youth work, you can do this as a as an event. Right. Also, which is yeah. kind
1: of a fun event.
0: Yeah. That's yeah, cool. Uh, anybody got any other projects they wanna talk about or are we good?
1: Um, yeah, I'm sure if we think about it long enough there'll be a lot more projects. Um but, yeah, I think I think that gives you a good cross-section. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and I think the takeaway yeah. from it is is that it can create, like, nobody, everybody loves, nobody hates getting, like, a personalized thing that you made yourself for them, specifically for them. You know, I think I've never run into somebody that hated that. So if you usually make something, make it for your friends and, you know, make it for people to to have. So, And I think it can also create... Um, create some traditions as well mm-hmm. you know? yeah
2: and nowadays there's well you know there's there's always like things that will inhibit you like whether you, th- you feel like you're you're not a designer you know because all of us have like a design background or you know ray has a shop um and the knowledge base of like you know woodworking and stuff like mm-hmm. that but you know you just go to your you know the library or go to a fab fabrication lab and you can mm-hmm. 3d print stuff and yeah. just go to um you know, like uh, Instructables or the thing Thingiverse.
0: Thingiverse, right? And
2: you know, get get some get some ideas from there, and you can get started.
0: When, uh, I see here you have two links that I'll include, which are for, ones from Make Make Magazine magazine
2: mm-hmm.
0: on uh, like DIY tree ornaments that people can make and stuff like that. So I'll put those links on there.
2: Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, even the White House had a um, 3D printed ornament challenge that they. Mm-hmm. They did in combination with instructables at one point. And that was in two thousand fourteen, and you know they since they didn't follow through with it. But it, I think it's a really interesting thing that you can do that now with three D printing and STEM also mm-hmm. that you can really get creative. Yeah,
0: and you know maybe something to remember. Maybe next year we'll have something like that. We can have you know a ornament challenge or something and get people involved. Or or, or that's a, not a bad idea. Or, mm-hmm. a, or a holiday decoration. Maybe not make it too specific mm-hmm. to a specific yeah call maybe some kind of holiday decoration challenge or something along those lines
2: yeah and then yeah. we can like mail it to each other too yeah. <laughs> it would be a fun thing
0: yeah so.
1: well i do know that there's a lot of uh like woodwork woodworking slash wood turning groups that do that they have like a christmas ornament challenge and it usually means uh you know wood turned mm-hmm. uh but so so it's not something new it's i mean a lot of people are doing it but i'll be i think it'd be nice to have a A made podcast, sponsored one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So if we forget about it, somebody remind us at the beginning of December. (laughs) Somebody send me an email to remind me that I'm gonna try and write it down somewhere, but uh, or put it on one of our files that we that we share. But uh, somebody remind us, and we'll we'll get that going next year for sure. Yeah. Cool. cool. Cool.
1: Remind or nag? I mean, however you wanna do it. Either
0: way, I'm sure my mother will remind me. She never lets me forget any promises I make. (laughs) right. (laughs) <laughs> uh, thank what, you guys this is great cool so yeah I think it's a it's a good topic so um, let's move on to what's the next section Claudia
2: product of the week
0: yes let's go to the product of the week All right, so uh, this week's product will be great. You put this uh, Kickstarter project on here, which I think is very interesting. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it before we discuss it in more in depth?
1: Uh, yeah, well, you know, we've talked about this uh, quite extensively. And, uh, you know, when you're making stuff, and typically if you're by yourself, the one thing that you need to do the most is to hold on to the work you're doing or, or to uh, put two pieces together or, and hold them together. Which makes the clamp one of the most, mm-hmm. um, you know, underestimated and, and uh, very much needed tools of the shop. If, uh, the, and you know the rule that I have got. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what that rule is, don't yeah. you, Claudia? What's
2: the rule? Claudia? Yeah, You can never have enough.
1: Clamps. clamps. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have en- Yeah. If you think you've got enough clamps, mm-hmm. trust me, if you are thinking it, then you don't have enough clamps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I have used every clamp in my shop and still needed at least two more. <laughs> yeah. so, th- so this clamp, you know, knowing that, knowing how versatile and useful the- and necessary the clamp is, something so sim- simple, um, this, uh, this new clamp that has got a Kickstarter campaign, it's the Dimide Clamp. Now, I- I'm not sure what the name means. Uh, That might be someone's name. It it just seems a little weird that name, but uh, but but nonetheless, the design of the clamp is quite impressive. Yeah. Um, It's uh, I would I would maybe if I had to give it a description, it would be like a clamshell Mm -hmm. kind of clamp. Yeah, because it's not
0: it's not really a C clamp. No, it almost looks like it, but yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the diamide clamp um, is. A, a little bit like a screw clamp, like the hand screw clamp. You've probably seen right. those with the wood, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, the way the screw clamps work is you got to have two screws in it and uh, they work against each other to make it, you know, a clamp. And what's nice about it is those surfaces are, are wide and they're parallel. What's interesting about this is it's got one screw and it is capable of 4,000 pounds of pressure.
0: Right. Which is amazing. Which is. It is
1: unbelievable that you can put that much pressure on a simple clamp like this. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you saw the video, that it is very quick. It's a very fast-acting clamp.
0: Oh, it's so fast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which is great, but uh, I think it's a little dangerous because if you're not paying attention, you're going to pinch something off. (laughs) Yeah. You you sometimes (laughs) pinch your hands here and there. If you're not paying attention, you're going to pinch it right off. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I think you, you'd be <laughs> when
0: you're using this clamp, you'd be careful. You treat it like you would a tool, you know.
1: Yeah, of Hopefully. course, like a saw yeah. or something.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But, but yeah, I, I was really impressed to see, to see one how quickly it acted. Two, the shape is unique. I've I've never seen the shape of a uh, on a clamp before. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, the um, the amount of force that it can apply it is uh, quite impressive. <clears throat> now um, the the Kickstarter campaign is currently active. Right. Um, I, I, I think they're they've got 17 days left to go yes. as of this point in time, and um, it looks like at the $40 level, you get a you get a clamp as your reward. So impressive. I mean, they've done some interesting uh, analytical studies of the of the stress forces on acting on the clamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's quite impressive. And it's so impressive that I think we can make a wooden version of this. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Uh, not to sell obviously, but just to experiment with. Because I think that the clamp is so powerful that if you make it out of wood, it would destroy itself.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: But I think it'll be an interesting experiment to see if that's the case.
0: That would be interesting, because I was even thinking, as I saw it, I'm like, the design is such that they could probably make it out of other materials at a lower clamping strength, but, you know, it yeah. still have the ability of being closed that quickly and tightened, and, you know, because you could, even if it was made out of plastic, you would still tighten it probably tighter than other plastic clamps, and just as fast, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right in that if you made it out of wood, you'd probably, it'd probably break into its own strength. But you can yeah. probably make it out of wood and still be a useful clamp too though.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be interesting for the you know the, the do-it yourself or at home. Yeah. Uh, now I don't know if you if you watched it close enough. The way that the screw works is it's got right hand threads on one side and left hand threads on the other side. Right. Yeah. Uh, and which makes sense the, the way it operates. Uh, but but uh, you know the, the design itself is is very impressive. And I think they even in the video they show like uh, using a clamp on a on a piece of material that's in the in a CNC milling machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it moves uh, that happens. It. Yeah, Yeah, that happens. We do that all the time. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes if you don't have it tight enough, the material will move on you.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you that. Like, would you are you considering backing this at all and getting a um,
1: couple? It's interesting because I am. Uh, mm-hmm. I have I've never backed anything on Kickstarter, but this one thing. Yeah made me think about it the only restriction is that it looks like this particular campaign is only producing the five inch clamp Mm. which would be too small to be useful Mm. Mm. Uh, something you know for what i would need in the shop would be you know it's got to be in the 10 to 12 inch range Mm. to be uh, to be really useful Mm. and and in the video you can see they've got different sizes but for right now I think they're just concentrating on the small size.
0: Right, yeah, because on the on the video, they show three different sizes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, it's interesting because I, I think this is one of those things on Kickstarter that is such a great design. It's so useful when you see such useless crap on Kickstarter sometimes that gets backed. I feel like this thing is actually innovative and useful, and it's probably not going to get fully funded because I think a lot of people are going to see this and say, well, if I don't have a machine shop, I don't need this. If yeah. I don't do this kind of work, I don't need this. And I think even though, yeah, it do- works for those things, at $40, it's a clamp that, you know, a mechanic could use this kind of clamps. Oh, yeah, anybody
1: yeah. can. Yeah. And and what's interesting is I'm not sure if you recognize the clamp that they were showing in the demonstration, mm-hmm. uh, the other clamp.
0: Right, the one that they're comparing it against.
1: Yeah, that is a particular clamp known as a cant twist. hmm um and it, you probably wouldn't know about that clamp unless you are a welder or a fabricator. It's a very good clamp, and it does uh, live up to its name. It's a very difficult clamp to twist, right. but it is very easily twice the cost. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they're, they're very expensive, and that's why I was quite impressed with the cost of these. Right. I think it's quite reasonable. Having a machine shop, I could not make this clamp for what they want to sell it for. Mm, I, I couldn't do it. And I have a machine shop where I can. Right. Um, the only the only way I could even come anywhere near close is if we make a thousand at a time.
0: Well, and I'm wondering if that's part of their number. I I've not done the math because if you I think they they want to reach seventy thousand dollars. can you? Yeah,
1: they want to do seventy.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if each one is forty bucks, I don't know how many. How many well, roughly speaking,
1: 70? if if it was fifty dollars, it'd be a hundred and forty. Um, you know, if you say, well, it's let's round off the numbers if you say it's fifty dollars a piece mm-hmm. uh you know they're looking at probably 4- fourteen hundred clamps something like that
0: yeah so i mean i guess that's part of it is that that's why their number is so high so they can make it at this price yeah but uh i mean i i'm thinking about backing it just so i could have one even though i probably would never need the full strength of it the ability of closing it so quick and and so tightly i think is very, is very impressive. Um, I just don't feel like they're gonna get their money, unfortunately, and it's a shame.
1: Um, I, yeah, uh, based on their goal, uh, uh, you know, they're only, I would say, what a, a little bit more than a tenth. They're right. yeah, they're an eighth of the way there. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and with, seventeen based, days around the yeah,
0: holidays is gonna to be tough. It is. Yeah. And and like I said, there's so much crap in in, in Kickstarter that gets funded that shouldn't. And this one, that I think, is actually useful. Probably won't. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna push it a little bit in, in the social media that that, that I can. Um, I like I might fund it. I might back it. But uh. But yeah, I
1: I don't know. Yeah, like I even like uh, the uh, the higher end. Like they have got a two thousand level goal, uh, two thousand level pledge, two thousand dollar level pledge that is 50 of the clamps, mm-hmm. um, which I think is fantastic because uh, if if I thought that it was going to be funded, um, I think that that is probably your, your best investment there. Right. And 50 clamps might seem like a lot, but it's not. Fifty. I, I probably have 50 clamps in my shop right now. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I, I, I mean, <laughs> to be fair, that probably is a number for people to resell them later for a higher price, but yeah.
2: It's for distributors. Yeah, for distributors. Yeah. yeah, large shops. Yeah. But large shops as well. I think yeah. I think it's also what Ray is saying that you, you cannot, yeah. like you should, you ha- you need to have a lot of, la- cramp- a lot of clamps front. as a whole. Oh, yeah. So the, the price though is, so it's it's fairly reasonable, right? In terms of oh, yeah. per right. unit. It's, it's what other, it's comparable to other clamps that are out there.
1: How, you know? When you look at a high quality clamp, mm-hmm. um, this is very reasonable. Um, if you're if you're curious uh look you can see look up the cant twist mm-hmm. uh and bessie bessie is they make very high end clamps uh one one twelve inch welding clamp a bessie one mm-hmm. is about a hundred hundred and ten dollars mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. uh and I say the welding type because the the screws are copper plated so that when you're welding you don't uh metal doesn't stick to it mm-hmm. steel doesn't stick to it because if it does then you can't unscrew it anymore
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's definitely very cool. Very, I think they cut that. They, they screwed themselves a little bit in their own video by making all the examples they showed so shop based and not showing it being used for like even the everyday person or, you know, either other, even other people that could use a clamp like this, like auto repair shops or things like yeah. that, you know, mm-hmm. I
1: think you're right. I think they, they by accident kind of defined their market and right. too and you know exactly and people look at that and they're like well i don't have a shop that way i don't need anything right. that big but but honestly I, I think you're correct i think anybody could use this and uh but you know i'm sure we won't see the last of them i think this is too beautiful a design and i know they have a patent pending on it mm-hmm. um that it's i don't think it's just going to disappear and i'm not familiar with how kickstarter works if it's not fully funded does it just die yeah,
0: yeah. if it's not fully funded you don't get that money that's not to say you can't try again. Gotcha. And, you know, just, You know, I would adjust the video and show other other samples of other people using it, and then try again. Is what, what I would tell them.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and then like yeah, definitely share it more widely. Yeah. The other thing, I when I saw it, I thought it looked kind of heavy, and I think it's because of the background. Exactly what you were saying about you know the where they're using it and for it's what psychological. It. Yeah, it's psychological. Like I was like, but it's only four pounds.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's and not it's, light, not heavy at all.
2: It's not heavy mm-hmm. at all. And it's, like, like Ray said, it's beautifully designed. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely like the fact that if you're not strong enough, you know, you, the fact that you can use all of the the power tools to, to, tighten, it. to tighten it, it's just such a cool thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because so yeah. yeah. I'm thinking uh, that I can probably uh, use one of the hand screw clamps. hmm because those screws are like that. They have left hand and right hand on them. Oh, okay. And they've got metal bosses that go through the clamp. So the hardware is already there. And then use like plywood to make the make outside the, and the just make itself. one. Yeah, make one and see how it goes.
0: Yeah. I think that'd be kinda of cool to to see it. <laughs> Even if you break it, it'd be kinda of cool to see it's it. Self destruct it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. cool. cool, cool. Yeah, so cool project a great and fun. you know I think if people, people, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, I don't know if I can use it, you know, spend some time to think whether you could use something like this and back yeah. it if you can. This is truly an innovative thing in Kickstarter. and That's a rare yeah. thing sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I guess it should go out. It should go without saying that we are not connected with them, yeah. uh, nor have they uh, given us anything to endorse them, which we're not doing. We're not endorsing them. We're just sharing. Yeah, absolutely not just sharing yes. uh, but we think it's an, an interesting product nonetheless right.
0: and if they want to send us one of the clamps to play around with we'd definitely take one
1: yeah <laughs> put it you? through the, yeah. the paces yeah
0: absolutely so cool, cool. so you, you guys know what it's time for it's time for what are we working on <laughs> alright so what's everybody working on this week you, when you go first right
1: Well, a lot of interesting projects have been going on, uh, and I'm going to be putting up a video probably this week. I think tomorrow I'm going to actually put up a video of uh, project updates, different projects that I've been working on personally, Um, and I think later on in the week I'm going to be putting up another video on an interesting project in the shop that someone, I don't know if you know what a wood shaper is. It's kind of, think of like a router table, but mm-hmm. much more powerful.
0: Oh, okay. okay.
1: And um, instead of having like the bits with shanks on them, the bits actually are hollow and they go over an existing shaft in the shaper. So mm. uh, more, more power, much stronger, a lot heavier duty. So one of our customers uh, bought a brand new shaper and they brought it to the shop and they said, we want you to modify this to do this thing that it was not designed to do. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So that's what we've been working on for the past week, week and a half. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the, our modifications, it, it honestly looks like a, a big reel-to-reel um, like, uh, tape machine, Yeah. but horizontal. That's what it looks like. Huh. So It looks like a big reel-to-reel tape machine. And what it's going to do is the material is a molybdenum-embedded or a molybdenum impregnated nylon, so um, it's a tough material. Uh, the molybdenum, the molybdenum in it will act like a like a lubricant, so that won't be such a, a big deal. But nylon has a tendency to be very tough on tools, and so one of those uh, spools, like you would have like a reel to reel, unwinds the material. It gets pulled by a, by a power feeder into the bit. It goes on the other side, and uh, it has another power feeder that actually uh, will continue pulling it. So there's two power feeders on each side of the bit, which is unusual. Hmm. And the reason is one is going to pull the material and the other one acts like a brake. Because if you don't have two of them, once that material hits the cutter, the cutter will pull it all off in one shot Jeez. and it will destroy the material. So one of them feeds and the other one kind of keeps it from, from overflowing. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Huh. Interesting. That's pretty, so, cool. Yeah, be it'll pretty be, cool to look at in video for me. Yeah?
1: yeah. Yeah. And we had to uh, machine a bronze fence uh, so that the, because it's a very thin, it's like an eighth inch thick by one inch wide strip of plastic. No oh, wow. So it has to go in a, in a groove in order to keep it controlled mm. um, and so that it will intersect the bit at exactly the right point in order to cut the shape in it. Mm. And then there's a groove on the other side that is a little bit narrower that will pick up that strip and keep it straight so it doesn't sag on you so you don't if it sags at all then the, the bit will cut it weird mm-hmm. so um it's going to be quite an interesting product process and project because we've never done one like this before but uh, it's got a little bit of everything air clutches reel to reel um a uh, a gear motor hmm. um <laughs> quite quite a lot going on with this particular interesting uh, project. Cool. Yeah. yeah and i uh I do have some pictures that i'll uh, I'll put up on the uh on the facebook page in nice. fact i took some pictures to, i was there today and I took some pictures of it huh. but uh I think we're gonna be powering it up and then of course um have you seen my vertical lathe at all any of the any of the uh progress I, on that
0: yeah like i, mean, I saw so was was, the, was it a video or on your facebook page I forget which one where you you started the the process of it
1: yeah yeah so, uh, yes, I'm building another lathe, which at this point should not be a surprise to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, that's my thing. Uh, that's what I like to do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so I'm building it. A... You think you're going to finish that over the, over the holidays, you think? Or... Oh, yeah.
1: I'm hoping so because uh, the only thing that I'm missing, I did some work on it today, and the only thing I'm missing now is a motor. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, it's, it's ready to go as long as I can find a motor nice. uh, to put on it. It would be running by the end of the week. Oh, cool. cool yeah mm-hmm. right, so right, I'll, right. we'll put links to uh to that so that they can if anyone's interested mm-hmm. they can see it's unusual for woodworking right yeah but the, the yeah. vertical lathe well you've seen the big russian lathe we got at the yeah. mm-hmm. at the shop
0: yeah yeah, yeah very cool. cool cool All right. me um yeah so as far as uh what i've been working on uh so I, I this past week I put up a video of the Dalek which I finally released out there for yes to see I you know. loved it you like it right, cause I, I like send it you that file so you can cut it in <laughs> aluminum um, yeah yeah so I'll try to send you that this week and uh, and also I have uh, a few of the I have a few up on an Etsy store that I've started as well so if anybody likes it and wants to wants to get one they can order it for, from me and uh, and then this week I've been working on some I've been designing some earrings for Claudia that I've laser cut or whatever, but I'm also working on from another project that has some leftover <laughs> uh, shapes cut, so I'm doing some earrings from some of our nieces as well, um, so I'm going to have that up on my YouTube channel and on my Facebook page and stuff, so, and, uh, but on uh, the upcoming week, so this week I'm working regularly, but the week between Christmas and New Year, I'm actually going to be doing a bunch of stuff because I have that week off of work, our, our office shuts down. So I'm gonna get through a lot of projects. Uh, I have a, I have a design for a coffee table that I want to do. That I have all the parts for. So I'm gonna put that together and and work on some other projects. And and I am hoping to get time to cut out a kit that, that's actually the same guys that did those ornaments of the Tie Fighter and the X Wing. They uh-huh. made a, a kit for another Star Wars ship. So and I, I've had that started as far as it being cut. And I don't want to put it together. So hopefully I'll do that as well. Mm. So yeah, so a couple of projects like that. Um, what about you, Claudia? What have you been working on? Uh, what are you gonna work on, even?
2: Yeah, no, I mean just finishing up some projects throughout the week, um, mm-hmm. over the, over the holiday break. Uh, I also want to do some videos too, just of, um, just different activities that I've been doing. You know, like um, specifically on zoning and specifically on. Uh, Just community advocacy that I've been doing and actually putting video and content out there. So Mm -hmm. taking on uh, your examples, both you and and Ray and Mm -hmm. how you guys have been building your content also uh, in terms of your work has been really um, uh, enlightening. So Mm -hmm. I definitely want to be able to do that just so that uh, you're sharing more. I'm sharing more of my work with others. So, yeah, I'll be doing a lot of that.
0: Well, I think that's good because I think a lot of the stuff that you do would translate really well on video. I know when you've had the live stuff going on Facebook, it, it translates more than just reading it sometimes, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, definitely. So mm-hmm. I'll be working
0: on that. Cool. Yeah, cool. Well, yeah, that's some stuff to look forward to, and uh, that's uh, that's the end of the show, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we did it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so next week, we're... In I'm not sure when the the show is gonna go up next, but what we're gonna do for the next episode is gonna be a year in review. Um, so we're gonna talk about some of the favorite sh- topics we've talked about, some of the favorite products of the week, uh, and uh, you know some other stuff that's gonna throughout the year that you know we just want to sort of recap. Um, so actually, if anybody out there has their own you know year in review, they want to share a quick email, go ahead and send it, and maybe we share some of those during the during the show. So.
2: I think there'll be a really good uh, way of like, so I've been hanging out, handing out our, um, whenever people, whenever I meet people, like they ask me for my business card. And I have not you know, the, what I have handy is the Made mm-hmm. podcast uh, business card. And I'm always like, oh, well, this is great because you can contact me through this. And also, you get, a, you know, like it's a, it's a gift to you, mm-hmm. listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, oh, this is so great. And they know that, that, That the minute that I I say that, then they start telling me different projects that they work on on their own, like crafting or anything Mm -hmm. else. So it's 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 really cool. I think it's a really good conversation starter. Mm -hmm. But for all of those people that I have been giving cards, like this would be a really good show the next week to do a recap of what we've done Mm -hmm. and sort of like get acquainted with uh, the work that Ray does, what Jose does, what Mm -hmm. I do. and, um, and then you continue listening to us for the next for the new year, right? Yeah. So, like, a catch-up mm-hmm. moment, which
0: will yeah. be Yeah, Yeah. So I think we'll share not only our favorite pro- projects and products, but also some of our, yes, yeah, some of our favorite topics and stuff, but some of our favorite projects as well. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I, I'm a little disappointed, I got to tell you. Yeah. I'm disappointed that we haven't had any um, angry hate mail, <laughs> no criticism. <laughs> um, I, I don't know how big your your YouTube channel is mm-hmm. yet, but when when you start getting some uh, traffic on your YouTube channel, yeah. it brings out, automatically, it brings out people being very critical and, uh, yeah. and angry, and so you find out very quickly <laughs> right. who those people are, uh, <laughs> yeah. but I'm a little disappointed. Uh, to me, we haven't made it yet. Until we've had until to, we get some email. Well, I mean,
0: I guess, hayment, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I see what you're saying. I, I also wonder, though, like, are, if somebody doesn't like something we're saying, are they going to spend the time to listen to it every week? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just to write yeah. in something. I don't know. Like, cause you're right, in YouTube, I'll watch a thing that I don't like sometimes. And then be like, I'm not going to, I don't go out of my way to type like hate mail or anything. But I'm like, yeah, I kind of didn't like that. But I still watched it all the way through. Exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't sit there and listen to something I just don't like. I just stopped listening yeah. to them. So I
1: don't know. Yeah, interesting. Well, and that's, that's the thing is that I, I know that I have at least two mm-hmm. people. And uh, I'm very close to hitting 5,000. I, I will probably yeah, hit 5,000 nice. uh, subscribers next, uh, middle of next month or something. But I know I have at least two that really do not like anything I put up. <laughs> yeah, the I mean, Yeah, within yeah. the first hour or two, boom, I got two unlikes. I'm like, that yeah. was fast. Right. You know, It's not even fast <laughs> enough for anybody to see it, and automatically I get them. They're, they're going out of their way to make sure to wait for a new video to come out yeah, well, to dislike it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: They, they put it on schedule on their calendar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's on their
1: schedule. They're like, oh, it's every Thursday. Let me see what he's done today. Uh, no, don't like that one either. still don't like it i still don't like it it's his face i don't like
2: yeah i've had i've had something that like so i had a um a video like one of those facebook videos that was featured on the washington post Mm -hmm. oh i saw that yeah like in its 2k views Uh, and it was recent but what was really interesting is that i sent out i i told my mom my mom has been actually reading a lot of my facebook posts and um When she read the comments of the Washington Post video, she like called me right away. And my mom is super, you know, she's like, like the nicest person, you know, like always like, oh, she's like, really like,
1: oh, this is great.
2: This is wonderful. Everything is peachy. But the minute that she read those comments, she was like, Claudia, please be careful. You know, like make sure you're going out like with friends and you're like, people are not coming at you. And I'm really afraid, you know, like, I'm really afraid for your safety and it like that really brought it down for me as far as like the negative comments and how bad it can get yeah. and how i decided that i'm not going to you know like pay attention to the negative comments and that, yeah, sense, just, in, ignore in that sense, yeah. just ignore it just ignore it but um how like seeing it from my mom's lens, my mom's lens it was mm. really interesting too <laughs> so yeah.
1: yeah well you know it's weird that people take the time and some people take the time to write very long and yes. <laughs> angry and disapproving um, messages and I'm like, wow. If you don't like it that much, why why are you gonna make so much of an effort? Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, here's your chance. You're in review to because if we get an email, we'll definitely read them. Yeah. But you're in review, so this is your chance to also tell us what you did not like. Yeah. As yeah. Well, for the whole year. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you would like because to I more. feel
1: like we haven't reached yeah. um, a big enough audience if nobody hates us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, cool, cool.
0: said um, all the hate to, to, to write. Yeah,
1: yeah, make sure you write that right out, right? <laughs> yep,
0: I'm okay with that. Uh, <laughs> cool, cool. cool. So, uh, very quickly, tell people where they can find more about you, uh, Claudia. When you go first.
2: Uh, on Facebook, Claudia Barragan. Um, Claudia Barragan. Mm. Uh, uh, the City Ecologist. That, com. Uh, and on Twitter, the same thing, the City Ecologist or Ed Made Podcast as mm. well. we have been posting stuff on Twitter. Yeah.
1: Cool. Right, Ray, uh, you can find me on my YouTube channel, uh, Ray Pena. If you type that in, you <laughs> i would think I'm on the only, There's like fifty, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm the only one that comes at the very top because of the uh, the content that I have. Yeah. And of course, um, if you're interested in building machines and lathes in particular, uh, please visit the uh, homemade lathe, uh, uh, the homemade lathe group on uh, Facebook. Uh, you, oh, by the way, we've crossed one thousand members in the group. Oh nice. Nice. nice, nice. Uh, this past week. Yeah, one thousand so
0: cool. Yeah, and we always have the link to both of those on the description here as well. Yep. So cool. Yeah, and you can find me whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or whatever. I am at City Aperture, and uh, that'll get you to me. Also follow at Made Podcast on Twitter, and the Made po- the Made Podcast group on Facebook as well. So.
1: And um, you have an Etsy account, right?
0: I-, I do have an Etsy account. I don't. Did you ever I, put your link? I I don't know if I put the link anywhere, but I'll, I'll add it to the link here. But I'm pretty sure if you just search for for city aperture, you'll also find that because I'm very consistent in that sense. Everything is city aperture. That's handy. Yeah, yeah, it's easy to find it that way. So yeah, cool. Uh, look forward to next week, and uh, thanks everybody
1: for listening.
2: Thank you. Bye-bye.
1: Bye bye. Bye.